This is David Wheaton. The following is a TCW short take, a bite-sized highlight from the Christian Worldview radio program. You can hear the full program at thechristianworldview.org. So why do you understand the Bible to teach that the rapture takes place at the beginning of this seven-year time of tribulation on the earth, and not like other Christians who believe that the rapture takes place kind of partway through, at some point during the tribulation, before the most wrathful part of the tribulation, sometimes called the pre-wrath rapture view? I'll start by saying that every one of the passages you read, what's so wonderful about them, David, is that they are so infused with hope. And what's interesting is that every single one of them talks about what will happen to believers. We don't see unbelievers enter the picture at all in those scripture passages. Whereas in passages about the second coming, we do see unbelievers enter the picture, such as in Revelation 19, where Christ returns and it said that he will destroy his enemy. And in all the passages that you just quoted, nowhere do we see unbelievers in the picture, which is one very powerful clue that the rapture is a different event than the second coming, that the rapture is an event in which we are taken up to heaven, whereas Christ's return is an event where he comes down to earth. But some passages that are very helpful for us as we consider when the rapture takes place First, I'll start by saying it's helpful to remember what the purpose of the tribulation is. The purpose of the tribulation is to punish the earth, to chastise people, for God to pour out his wrath on sinful people who have rejected him. That's the purpose of the tribulation. And another purpose of the tribulation is to purge and purify Israel. Jeremiah 30 verse 7 specifically called the tribulation a time of Jacob's trouble. Jacob was the father of the 12 tribes of Israel. So for the tribulation to be the time of Jacob's trouble means it will be a time of trouble for Israel. But it's a time of trouble that will lead to many Jewish people eventually becoming saved. But going back to passages that help to affirm that the rapture is before the tribulation, we can look at 1 Thessalonians 1.10, where Jesus says, I will deliver you from the wrath to come. In 1 Thessalonians 5, 9 and 10, where we read that God did not appoint us to wrath. We're not appointed to wrath. Why? Because of what Christ did at the cross. Christ took God's wrath upon himself on the cross. So there is no reason for Christians to have to be exposed to God's wrath. In Romans 8, 1, it said that there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ. And if the purpose of the tribulation is for God to pour out his wrath on the wicked, there's no reason for the church to be there. As you pointed out, In the book of Revelation, when we read about the tribulation, nowhere do we see any mention of the church. So we're not appointed to wrath. And then in Revelation 3.10, which is clearly a passage about the tribulation, it says, I will keep you from the hour of trial which shall come upon the whole world. When will there be an hour of trial that affects the entire world? Well, that's the tribulation. And what did this passage say? I will keep you from that hour. Now, in order to be kept from the tribulation, it makes sense that we have to be removed before the tribulation. And we do see examples in Scripture of God protecting his people from his wrath. For example, in Egypt, in ancient Egypt, when God poured out the ten plagues, the Israelites were protected from those plagues. They didn't suffer the consequences of those plagues. Those plagues were distinctly meant for the Egyptians. And then when God sent the worldwide flood, he protected Noah and his family in the ark 
The ark protected them from the wrath of God. So if God has a past history of protecting his children from his wrath, it makes sense that we would be raptured before the tribulation. Now, why before the tribulation and not during the tribulation? Well, I think a key answer to that would be that we get every indication that the tribulation will begin at the beginning of uh, the seven-year time period in which it's supposed to happen. We see Christ take the scroll that has seven seals on it. When the first seal is opened, the Antichrist comes and establishes a false peace on earth. But as soon as the second seal is broken, war breaks out all over the earth. That's supposed to happen near the beginning of the tribulation. So if as soon as the second seal, we already see war taking place, we already see God pouring out his wrath on the earth. And if we're not supposed to suffer his wrath, then it makes the most sense that we would be removed before the tribulation begins rather than partway through it. This has been a short take from the Christian Worldview radio program. To hear the full program and connect with this nonprofit radio ministry, go to thechristianworldview.org. I'm David Wheaton.